Hi everybody, this is Joe the Widget Wilson, producer for Quest Gaming Network. Myself and Avarwin are proud to announce that we are going to be releasing our old The Quest Gaming Podcast episodes one at a time weekly for you guys, starting with our very first episode originally aired October 8th, 2011. This is the very first episode of the very first show of Quest Gaming Network. This is where it all started, so please excuse how bad it is. It was our first shot at it. Hey, kid. Hey. Yeah? Your mom's hot. (laughs) You're listening to The Quest. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of The Quest, the podcast for general gaming for every platform you can think of. Alright, and tonight I'm being joined by Mr. Varwin, my second chair co-host. He is so cool, he only has one name. Mr. <laughs> Varwin, hello. Hello there, how are you? Uh, so far so good. And in third chair, for now and for hopefully many, many episodes to come, Mr. Mike Forney. How's it going? You guys are exuberant tonight. <laughs> Deuces, baby. Deuces! All right, this, this is The Quest. We're a general gaming podcast. Um, we're going to do things a little bit differently, though. We're not going to go over you know, all the new stuff that's coming out and what we're playing. It's going to be what we're interested in and what we want to talk about and what people email us in to talk about. Guys, um, this is our first episode, so let's get to know the hosts. Ivarwin, tell us something about you. Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm a 30-year-old gamer from the East Coast. Um, officially, I'm involved in law enforcement, but um, I've been gaming my whole life. I practically was born with a controller in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, gaming's a hobby and a passion for me. Um, I've had a Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N64, GameCube, Xbox, PS2, 360. I'm into PC gaming since you know Diablo 2 got me into PC gaming. Got into MMO gaming in, uh, was it 2003, 2002 with Final Fantasy XI? Nice. Um, oh, I played too much of that, man. Yeah. Oh. I, I, uh, you know what was the, up with that game? I played mm. that game until WoW came out, and then I played WoW for <laughs> yeah. up Welcome. until... Preaching to the choir, man. Isn't that uh-huh. what pretty much everybody did? Yeah. yeah I, I think a lot of people have. I think so. <laughs> it was either Final I... Fantasy XI or EverQuest. Two. Oh yeah, I did EverQuest two for a little while. All right. Anything else? Uh yeah. Uh, wow, Rift got into that. DDO, Lotro, um, Age of Conan. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I did it too, man. <laughs> hey, me too. So don't gotta worry there. Those are my gaming credentials. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, a nice list. Um, anything else, buddy? Oh, that's it. All right, Mike. What about well, that's you? a nice list, but I think I got him beat. I've been playing MMOs <laughs> since Ultima Online. Oh, I started with the very first one that came out, and I've been playing them ever since. Uh, yeah, me it's, beat. A, it's an addiction. Uh, yeah, I have damn near every system known to man. I got NES, Super NES, N64, Sega Genesis, 
Sega Saturn, I got the 32X, the Sega CD, blah, 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 blah. Pretty much everything out there. So I've been doing this for a damn near long time. I even have an Atari still in the garage. I, have <laughs> I got you. I have two working ones. I have one. I'm not sure if it works, but it's there. I know my NES doesn't work anymore, but, you know, they always broke down. So anyways, yeah, that's me. It's like got the, uh, for the, one, the, the, uh, the, the Nintendo edition that came out right before the Super Nintendo did. Or was it right after where it was like the the top loading console? Oh, the top loading one. They oh, have, they discontinued yeah. it after like two months or something. That thing sure. is valuable. I've seen it on eBay go for several several hundred dollars. Oh yeah, it's because they didn't release it for very long. There was like a problem with it or something. I think I don't know. I don't know. Everybody remembers the problem with the NES where you had to like barely push the cartridge down and make sure that it's <laughs> just right, or you can't Caught get it the to ports. Work. Hey, did I even <laughs> mention my name in the beginning of the show? No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the I'm the the first chair, the uh, host of the show. I'm Joe the Widget Wilson. I have been on my first podcasting experience was second chair and writer for Player vs Rift, a really popular uh, Rift based podcast. No longer it's no longer running, but you know what? It was a, a great run while it lasted. I have been in gaming my entire life, a lot like uh, Ivarwin and Mike. Um, I remember going to my best friend's house at the age of seven because he just got uh, Space Invaders for his Atari, and it was the newest release. Um, and I've been in gaming ever since. In college, I got my first job in the gaming industry as a tester, a lead tester, actually, for Black Ops Entertainment. Um, and I worked on mini titles in there. I became a texture map artist, a designer. And then I went to work for Sony there down the road. I got my buddy Mike in there, and we were uh, mm. testers. So I was on the board for lead tester. I'm currently trying to get a job as a lead test or a, a designer now. I am a published author. My pen name is Junior Wilson. My first book and is published. It's available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. It's called Continia. I'm gonna spell it out: C O N T I N I A. <laughs> get it? <laughs> it's a fan- So yeah, I'm a fantasy author. Um, but my gaming has been everything. Uh, Mike got me introduced to MMOs early on, back in the PlayStation 2 days when they had EverQuest Online Adventures. We got in the beta of that. Oh, and yes. um, I've been playing every MMO with... M- MMO? Blah, blah, there goes my under- awesome English. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> games have been my life since for as long as I can remember. And this is why I wanted to do a show on games, because it's my passion, it's Joe's passion, it's Mike's passion. Um, it just made sense. So this is what you guys are in for, is uh, a general gaming show. And you guys, anything you guys want to say before we move on to our first segment? No, no I, I, hope, um, I hope most of our, our listeners are going to be, you know, those, those guys out there that are pretty much like nodding their heads now, like, yep, yep, me too, me too, gaming my <laughs> whole life. And like, that's, that's, you know... That's our core audi- core audience right there, um, you know. And I, I hope we, die. Uh, yeah, die. <laughs> I hope we reach those guys, and I hope they love it. Okay, yeah. let's let's do this, guys. We're going to go into our first segment of the show, which is uh, we call it trade chat. Um, it's a basic general gaming chat where we just talk about whatever we want to freaking talk about. It's the trade chat. And welcome to Trade Chat. This is where we're going to talk about general games. Guys, let's see what we got in store tonight. Um, the first thing I wanted to bring up is Minecraft. Uh, I know a lot of you have probably heard of it. If not seen it, it looks like a 
8-bit piece of junk when in, in fact it's the most addicting game I have literally ever played in my life. Um, I call it digital crack. <laughs> I have been stuck on this thing constantly. I am a Lego fanatic, and this is Le- Legos on steroids with monsters that like to blow up every time you turn around. Um, it has 14 million current subscribers and counting, and it's only in beta. Wow. Jesus. So I know that wow. I know that uh, Varwin's played it. Yeah. Because you, you were on my server. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know if my best friend Mike's even played it yet. No, I haven't played it yet. I... Most of the time when I'm on computer, I'm playing MMOs. Mike, you got to play this game. You have to, buddy. Yeah, I probably will. I'm serious. Like, uh, I was kind of hesitant at first. I know, like, a lot of people that that I've spoken to about the game, they're hesitant at first. And then, like, once they get it, it's, like, all they want to (laughs) do. I have been so hooked. I get all these massive ideas in my head. I just learned how to to use uh, Red Dust, which is kind of like a circuit. So you can create actual circuitry in the game, and I've learned how, I've learned how to make automatic doors. I'm building a moat for my castle that's going to be automatic now, and I've got portacolis gate that opens from the top and bottom, and I get these ideas constantly going in my head, and I have well, to play it and do it. Like Joe, um, for you know, some guys out there that that have absolutely like no idea like what Minecraft is, or you know haven't even heard of this thing before. Um, can you can you tell them a little bit like what they can expect like the very basic bones of the game? Minecraft is well at first look you you it looks like an 8-bit th- an 8-bit throwback. It's all blocks. The whole game is blocks. Um it's all about survival, building. Um you mine materials, you get wood, you you make your tools, you make your house, your bed. Everything is crafted. Wait, Mike, did he say that you get wood? <laughs> I heard that too. You heard that, well, right? Well, I might actually have to try this game. <laughs> <laughs> but if you play Minecraft, guys, you get wood. <laughs> you get wood. You hear to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, this is gonna be fun. Oh, okay. right. it's a good start. For it, I, I know why they had to go with such a low graphic quality. Now that I've been playing it, because there's just so much involved in that game. Um, and they have 1.9 beta release coming soon, and everything I've been hearing about, they're adding so much more to it. They're adding alchemy now, where you can make potions, and you can make enchants for weapons and armor, and there's 128 different recipes for that. Really? Yeah, and they've got levels being released. That was my phone. Um, Hello, phone. Hello, phone. Hi, Joe's phone. Email. Email phone. So I'm excited to get into 1.9, but the fact that the game's in beta right now... I know. I found out today that if um, when 1.9 officially launches, I'm expecting it this coming or this next Friday. Um, I'm going to have to rebuild the server, and it's going to wipe out everything that we have in the server and make it new because there's so much different content. No, are you serious? Yes. Well, that sucks. But <sighs> no, that's okay. You know, honestly, I don't <laughs> mind rebuilding. That's how addicted to this game I am. I'm thinking, okay, a new world to explore and build on. Okay, let's do it. If yeah, you but you literally have, like, man, you literally yeah. have, like, castles and, <laughs> you know, flying, uh, you know, hovering uh, moats and bridges and... Well, yeah, our server's kind of crazy with all the stuff we have in it right now. I, yeah, I took a look at it the other day. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, like Fartex and um, Reg, they have some incredible things they built. Like, yeah. Fartex has been working on this stupid mount, this mountain for, what, Two weeks now, solid. He hauled the damn thing out and then rebuilt it with stone. Now he has an automatic waterfall that he's going to actually put uh, lava in. 
that switch wow. activated. <laughs> it's nuts, I, and the things you can just, do in this game are incredible. It, just so you guys know, they're like they're. Um, Fartex is a, a friend of uh, a friend of ours. He's a friend of the show. Um, you know, Joe's not being uh, you know uh, nasty. <laughs> Fart X, Mister Fart. All right, um, Ireland. Do you have anything for us as well? Um, oh God, yeah, I got plenty. Um, I've been playing um, a couple of games. I've, I've been playing like a lot of games lately, but um, one in particular that I've been going through is uh, Warhammer uh, Forty Thousand Space Marines. I've um, heard a lot about it. I haven't actually played yeah, it. Yeah, I, I haven't played it, but it looks really good. Um, you know what it plays like? It plays like uh, Gears. Oh, Very similar to that. It's got the oh, you love I love me some gears. Which, by the way, I just I just bought that um, last night on on Xbox. Well, it's it can, it's only available on Xbox, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of exclusive title. Yeah, I got the of, uh, Gears of War three edition Xbox. How was that? So it's pretty cool. Well, it's a badass looking Xbox. What did it come with? Anything in particular? It, like... it was just it's the. It's a red Xbox with the Gears logo on it, hmm. and then it's a 320 gig hard drive. Then that comes with the game. It comes with two of the Gears of War edition controllers. Wow. Plus, it came with a headset. How, now, how much was all that? Uh, $399, so $100 more than the 250 gig, so it was actually worth it for all the extra yeah, but you get. That's not bad, though, because you do get the no. game, right? You get the you game, get the you get an extra. Yeah, you get the game, you get an extra, what? 70 gigs of hard drive space and two controllers as opposed to one. Wow. You know, I got burned by Xbox. Excuse me, Cassie. Anyway, um, I got burned by Xbox early on. I bought a, uh, my first Xbox I ever owned was an Xbox 360. It was the, not the Ultimate Edition, was it? What do they call it? Um, about a second generation. It was like the best Xbox you can get, 360. I had it for eight months and it read Ring of Death on me. And I looked at oh, the error yeah. code, and it was a RAM, a RAM error, and getting that fixed was ridiculous. So I just haven't even bothered getting a new Xbox. I haven't. There really hasn't been anything um, that really has driven me to want to get an Xbox. Not even Gears. I don't even. I didn't care for the first and second one myself. I know. Boo! I'm gonna get hate mail over that. I never <laughs> played the first two. Actually, this is the first Gears I've played, and I. It's really fun. I, I beat it already. Of course, it took me about a couple days, but. Yeah, no, no. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Slow for you, Mike. <laughs> I didn't. I, I only play like the first, you know, twenty minutes to a half hour of it, and I have to say, like, I I played the first one, right? First Gears. I was like, yeah, it's a good game, great game. I like the uh, I like the Lancer. Second Gears, I was like, wow, okay, you know, ramp it up the storyline a bit. The third one, I feel like I'm playing like a Jerry Bruckheimer, Michael Bay movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, from what everybody it... that I've talked to, it's no one really liked the second one. I never no. played it, but from everybody I talked to, they were disappointed in it. I don't and then this one just is everybody's loved so far. It is just it's good. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it, it's just like it's nonstop awesomeness. You know, even yes. like when they're when they're doing like the cutscenes and they're kind of like moving the plot along. Oh, you know, but the, they're the, hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> you, know, you you hear um, you know Marcus's his dialogue. The dialogue between all the characters is great, and then like all the the music and the backgrounds like big and epic and then it's not like they did a great job like moving the story and the action at a great pace and this is just 
I'm I'm not even in the game. This is like the first 15, 30 minutes of the game that I've played, and I've noticed this already. I can only imagine what's in store for me. Oh, it gets way better. I still haven't played online with it yet, though. That's my next uh, my next goal. I heard that horde mode was a lot of fun. Yeah, I still I've heard it was too, and I still need. That's to the only thing that I hear that. people really talk about when it comes to online. Horde mode. Uh huh. Horde mode in the second one was just amazing. I played that with uh, my friends, and that was all we played. Once I got through the story, I was like, "Yeah, good story, whatever. Let's do horde mode." <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Like I said. Not my cup of tea. I, I can't. I can't see spending a, 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 that much money for a system that I might get one game for. No. Yeah. No. Obviously not. If if PS3 is your thing, man, then you know, go for that. The when I was uh, getting a, uh, I was choosing between the the PS3 and the 360. Um, my friend Mike came to me and he was like, "Get a 360." So I asked when I asked him why, he said, "Well, I've got it. You know, uh, our friend Alan has it, and he was telling me all these people that have it." And I was like, "You know what?" All my friends have a 360. Let me get it so I can at least play with them. Instead of being like the only guy out of my you know circle of friends that had a PS3. <laughs> yeah, you know I I just I I see too many teenagers and kids on the Xbox. And when well, I did have way. it, that's what I ran into. Yeah, it's true. Well, when people ask me like what systems to get, you know, I always tell them too. It's like get whatever system you're going to have more people to play with and games you're going to like. Yeah, yeah. don't listen to anybody that's telling you this is better because of this and this because of this. They each have, have their positives and negatives. Well, yeah, that's something you're going to hear a lot about in this show is the debate between those two. But <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I love my PS3 for the exclusives I get on it. In my opinion, the PlayStation has the best exclusive titles of, of both systems. That's my opinion, though. I mean, look it at does. the success of them. I completely agree. However, the Xbox seems to get... Like games like Modern Warfare 2, they get everything first for that and stuff like that. So there is plus and minuses. It's a matter of what you. Yep, exactly. Do All right, Mike. Well, I have both, a... so I'm perfectly good at debating. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. Trust me, we've been I can through too many. Play of anything. I well, it's good because we got a whole segment of the show dedicated to debate. Woohoo! <laughs> so my turn, I guess. Uh, they just released Chrono Trigger and Xenogears on PSN. Speaking of exclusives. Uh, if anybody really likes those old school RPGs, they, they're, they're, they're bringing Forte on PSN. It got released on Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> my favorite <laughs> RPG of all time is Chrono Trigger. I play my RPGs are my forte, so I've been playing RPGs since goddamn near. Everything. I played the shiznit out of Chrono Trigger, man. I've gotten, I got every single ending in that game. There's even an ending they call the devs ending, which where you had to go in the very beginning of the game after you go into a plus game. See how Chrono Trigger worked? Beat it right at the beginning, the first chance you get. Yes. How (laughs) Chrono Trigger worked is is that after you beat the game the first time, you can go and fight the last boss at any point in time, because your character is traveling through different points of time all through the game. So depending on where you beat it, it alters the course of of the future. Yeah, it was a really good game. So So that's I just went back and beat it at different points in, in time just to see the endings change. Yeah. Oh, it was a great game. I'm hoping that eventually they'll add something like Secret of Mana onto there or something. Oh, that yeah. I played so much time with. There's a bunch of games like that. Then Xenogears, of course. Xenogears was a great game. Wasn't it Secret of Mana the one we could, you could play multiplayer on? Yes, it was one of the old school multiplayer RPGs. One of the few, actually, that ever came out, besides yep. before MMOs came out. 
Yes, it was. What system was that for? Was that I, I'm getting like a Super Nintendo Super. vibe off. It was that. Super Nintendo. Super was, Nintendo right? was probably Super Nintendo and PlayStation One were the key RPG systems. The thing that they made a sequel to that game for the uh, GameCube. Uh, they made one for Secret, Secret of Mana, right? They made one yeah. for the Game Boy uh, Sword of Mana. But actually, in Japan, there's like four different Secret of Mana games. I remember playing it with you. Okay, we, we got the game because what was cool about it is you can plug in your Game Boy Advance and make it as a controller. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And you would yeah. have your uh, your menus on your on, on your Game Boy Advance. I yeah. thought that was the coolest thing I've ever played with. I mean, we didn't really get too far into it, but I don't know why, but that that game just did not make it at all. No, well, RPGs are. A dime a dozen, or not really a dime a dozen anymore. It used to be they were all out there. Now there's only a few of them that are good and a lot of bad ones. So, yeah, and there's true. really not even many true RPGs anymore. There Most isn't. The I'm thinking out. It's all action RPGs now. I was thinking, what RPGs are you talking about? I hardly see any out there anymore. There's not. Well, um, Mike, if you like that, um, let me let me recommend one to you. Um, huh? Old school style RPGs called Avadon, the Black Fortress. Uh-huh. All right. Um, which is actually something I did want to bring up today as well. Um, I've been playing this game on Steam. It was like 10 bucks. I was looking around for an RPG, just, you know, something to kind of like fool around with. And I saw this little gem. It's got <laughs> it's got the look and the feel of an old school RPG. And then at the same time, like it's got um, some of those, you know, new uh, role playing game um systems that that kind of like keep the pace of the going uh keep the pace of the game going now that we're used to like additional side quests so it's like all right so they'll throw you like you know the 32-bit looking graphics at you and you're like oh this is cool top-down view 32-bit graphics you know four uh four playable races um or four playable uh characters um and then as you're walking through right like it pops up um, different things like that you've interacted with inside the environment and it'll tell you like you know all the historical details about that one thing it's almost like you're playing a um a novel like a like a fantasy novel oh that's cool yeah, yeah it's, that's right i have to check that out it's really it's really cool so definitely uh definitely kudos to to spiderweb software for that that little gem uh, I'm gonna have to check I'd that thing out. Do that. I'll have to check it out too. I don't even have a Steam account, but I might make one just to get that game. It's um, it's on. It's for available for Windows, Mac, and the iPad too. Nice. Yeah, I got I, it. I don't have an iPad, but the iPad too. On my iPhone, I'm anti-iPhone, so <laughs> I have an iPhone. So shut up. Still anti-iPhone. <laughs> and I've been actually hooked on a game for Android a long time on my on my iPhone. Final Fantasy Tactics. They poured over a direct port from the um the um. PlayStation Portable, the PSP version, mm-hmm. to the iPhone. And it's an identical port, so they have the uh, the full motion, and they added extra classes to it. Like, I I have three of my characters are Death Knights. I spent hours trying to get those. Nice. And I've been so hooked on that game. I'm on my second playthrough through it right now. I already beat nice. the sun out of it, and I had to go back and, like, and get all my characters as Death Knights and, and try beating again ultra-powerful and... It's awesome. I, I I was a Final Fantasy Tactics addict when it was came out on the PlayStation One. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy Tactics was one of the one of the best. 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 Dang it! Starting so, to get your English going here. My English is rubbing <laughs> off on you. 
So yes, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So <laughs> I never got. Train has I been never. Uh, I never got into Final Fantasy. Yeah, I I, I played okay. all of them. Okay, this is going to make or break the show right now. If I were, <laughs> have you played Final Fantasy VII? No. Oh, okay. Wow. Fired off the show. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we no longer have a Varwin on the show. It's going to be me and Mike. <laughs> Talk about a great game with a great story. You have got to find a copy of that game, and you have to play it. Do you have a PS3? Uh, no. Okay, well then, never mind that. That defeats the purpose. <laughs> I know it's available for PC. I could I could go out there and get it. Yeah, you can get I actually have a copy of it on PC somewhere. I don't when, know where. Uh, when that game came out, all right, I was um, it was about the same time that um, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time was out. Okay. So I I was I didn't have I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. Um, you know I was I was a kid, so I, I couldn't I didn't have a job I didn't have you know means of going out and buying a, a PlayStation. So I had a had a, um, an N64, and I was a huge Zelda fan. My you know my whole life I was a huge huge Zelda fan. And um, Ocarina of Time came out, so I was I was totally into that game, and that's how I missed the uh, Final Fantasy XI train. So, Final Fantasy. Well, seven. it's a great game, and the seven, story on right. it is not about <laughs> seven. There have been so many people trying to get them to remake it, but Square's already said they're not going to do it. I heard rumors otherwise. Yeah, there's been rumors going around that it's going to be remaked for the last twenty years. Exaggeration, but still. Well, here's hoping. I wish they would. I'm still holding faith, man. They need to remake it with updated graphics. Yeah, the story was amazing in that game. It was the best story of any of any RPG I've ever played. Maybe they'll do like a 20 year collector's edition remake. That would be cool. Like, did anybody ever play any of the Lunar games? Yes. Oh, now those are my favorite RPGs. Lunar was good. Hours one and two. Love them. Um, they were uh, originally for Sega CD, and then they remade them for the PlayStation One. Breath of Fire Three, another good one. I love the Breath of Fire series. Oh yes, one, two, three, great games. There's a lot of good old school games out there. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about those in detail some other time, but <laughs> yeah, next episode. Next episode, we're running so, a little bit ahead of time or a little bit behind time right now, guys. Anything else important you want to bring up? Yes, one more. Okay. Anybody played Dead Island yet? Yes. Never even heard of it. Yes, oh, I have that. Dead Island. You have it? Yep. Okay, so after the show, i got to get your Xbox name. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a Dead Island. Oh, get it for Xbox. Dead, <laughs> Dead Island's <laughs> a great game. Uh, if you like zombie games, if you like killing zombies, Dead Island's great. Left for Dead plug. Uh, Left for Dead plug. <laughs> <laughs> Never played the Left 4 Dead games. First one was was uh, great because it played out like a cheesy horror movie. The second one was just commercialized and overdone. Well, that's what I heard, and this one's more more RPG wise. This Dead Island's kind of like uh, Borderlands meets Left 4 Dead, pretty much is what it is. You go around, you level up, uh, but it is a hard game. Uh, later on in the game, it gets to where you can't do it by yourself; you have to play with other people. What was the name of that zombie game that they gave out for the PlayStation Oops? God, I don't know. The one that you and I played together at your house this last 
Summer? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, 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 dead, dead, dead rising. Dead nation. Dead rising. Dead. PlayStation. PlayStation Oops, huh? What is, <laughs> yeah. that the, is, that, is that a reference to, like, the Dreamcast? No, no, the or PlayStation no? Oops was when they had the hacking issue. Oh. They came back with the Welcome Back program after they had the, uh, that, and they gave away, there was, like, four games they were giving away for the PlayStation Network. They were giving away games for the PS, uh, the PSP. They were, all kinds of stuff they were giving away as a, we're, we're sorry. <laughs> kind of oh, thing. you mean the, the recent issue they just had? This, yeah, the hacking yeah. issue. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Wait a second. So, Sony didn't make the. Did Sony? Yeah, Sony made the Dreamcast. No. No. Sega. That was Sega. Sega made the Dreamcast. That's right. And I bought that damn system too. I'm so mad. About I have that, that still. system. Still. I still have it too. I just can't find my favorite game I had for it, which was um, Quake Three Arena. Hmm. I never had Quake. I don't even remember what I had for it. I'm honestly. so upset because I loved that game for that system. I. I you know it. what? I played that game system a lot. Then the PlayStation. Two came out and I never touched it again. <laughs> Fair enough. That's it. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Dead Island. If you like killing zombies, play it. Navarro, when last it. thoughts? Um, I was supposed to mention uh, Warhammer Space Marines, but you know, maybe maybe next oh, episode. Yeah, we did bring it up in the beginning, didn't we? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> we'll bring it sidetracked. Yeah. Nah, next episode. We'll talk about it then. I was gonna start singing a rap song based on the next episode, but Please yeah, let's sing. yeah, let's not do that. All right, guys, <laughs> let's not rap. <laughs> Versus. All right, welcome to Versus. This is the segment of the show where we like to take on two different games that are similar in nature and compare them. Um, or consoles, or anything really related in the game industry. It could even be companies. It depends on what we feel like doing for that month or that week. Um, the fir- for the first verses, we wanted to do something. The first one we wanted to do was was based on two games that are actually coming out very, very soon. Actually, um, guys, I just want to throw this out there. Um, to our, our first uh, listeners out there, if you can identify the, the, um, the audio clips that we piece together to make our verses bumper send us an email and uh we'll we'll try and send you uh some sort of some sort of you know swag uh free swag thing you know we're gonna i want to make up some t-shirts and and hats or whatever for the show so send us an email um and maybe uh you know and i'll I'll handle this you know first uh first first five guys that that get it right free t-shirt nice get on it what a free yep. T-shirt! <laughs> <laughs> You're a host. You don't get one. Back off. Aww. Bad Mike. All right. So the first versus we want to do is Modern Warfare Three, which is being released November eighth, versus Battlefield Three, which is being released October twenty fifth. So just a couple weeks down the road. They're similar in nature, but yet completely different in how they play. Yeah. So let's just go over, you know, the the differences between them. What separates the two? Games. They're, they're all, <laughs> all three of them. Are. Both of them are sequels, if you will. The third in the line of series of these, of these games, well-known first-person shooters. Um, Modern Warfare Three. Who wants to bring up this? I I did um I did all the research for uh, Battlefield. Battlefield. Right, all right, so, so I'll take. I'm a little inept. Yeah. Modern Warfare Three has you know. The standard stuff that came with the first Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Mo- Modern Warfare Black Ops, Call of Duty. Um, 
the Call of Duty. Anyway, <laughs> I said duty. <laughs> duty! Duty! <laughs> so you have perks, which is a common thing. <laughs> My son's in the background cracking up. I said duty. Um, <laughs> the thing they're going to be... Perks were... I know you two have, have both played Modern Warfare, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to slap you both if you haven't. I've played it against Mike all the time, so... Um, so they have the, they're bringing in more perks for Modern Warfare 3, but they're also bringing in team perks. Now, this is only a rumor I've been reading online, but it looks like they're going to bring in on team-based perks. I'm not sure what the requirements are, but they're supposed to be these epic um, things you can call forth and rain death upon your enemy. Uh, yeah, they're like kind of squad-based. I've seen yeah. some videos of one of them, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I can't remember where, but I saw one. Modern Warfare... Go ahead. Very intense. What is it? What was it exactly? Anyway, do you know? Jeez, I don't remember. It was like two weeks ago at work. I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> Great memory, Mike. <laughs> well, anyway, sort of rocket. The game's only coming out next month. We little, no, little. I'm just kidding. Um, it's got faster paced gameplay. It's it's very much like uh, what's the one I look for? A, a dumbed down Halo. When you're in multiplayer online. Um, what I always loved about the Modern Warfare series was the actual one player. Very cinematic. However, Modern Warfare 2 was very linear. And it didn't feel like I had much choice in anything except for they're pointing me in a direction, I shoot those bad guys, I move on to the next position they're pointing me to. Was that the campaign or the, the online? The campaign. Yeah, because I was yeah, going to really like the campaigns for any first person shooters. But now, I mind you. Modern Warfare 2 was actually pretty epic. There were a lot of points in it I really enjoyed. It got me really into the game. Like, there was a point where you're on a um, a snowmobile going down a mountain while being shot at from every direction. That was intense as hell. Yeah. But then the rest of the game was just, here, go there, go there, go there, go there. Yeah, it was very checkpoint-based. Um, very. It was totally on the rails, very checkpoint-based campaign. You know, take cover here, and then you unlock, you know, the the rest of the stage once you get through the mini cinematic or whatever. And they have a leveling system for online. Now, I was never too big into the leveling system. And now, mind you, the leveling system is designed as a a, a carrot on the stick. It makes you want to play more and more and more. I know guys who reach, like, this max prestige system where they've gone through so many damn levels I couldn't even think about it. Yeah, you like once you hit like the end level, you you had the choice of prestiging, you know, and then you'd start it all over again. That was one thing I didn't like about that actually was that you you lost yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, start from scratch. Oh, by the way, you get one more weapon oh, yeah. slot, and when you reach two more prestige slots, you go up. again. Oh, I got you a do? list of some of the team perks up. Yeah, it looks like uh, these are the ones I've been told. Four of them. They have stopping power, which is increased bullet damage. Blast shield, which they have no idea. They didn't say what it was. Sounds like some sort of damage prevention. I don't know. It sounds like the uh, individual perks you got from the uh, from yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, these Stopping are to be definitely one of them. Well, and then uh, Blast Shield. Uh, sorry, Blast Shield. Health Regen. Regenerate health over time. Well, that could be useful. And Stun Protection. Prevent stunning from flash grenades. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's the, that's the uh, four they've released for uh, Team right now. Uh, the the first two were just original were individual perks and in other Modern Warfare games. Yeah, looks like their team now. They have a list of individual ones here. They got Blind Eye, 
makes makes you immune to computer controlled and player controlled kill streaks. That's an interesting one. Hm. Oh, that Assassin. is Assassin. This makes you immune to UAV thermal and heartbeat sensors. Okay, uh, that was another individual one at one point. Yeah. Pro guard. Yeah. Every two assists count as a kill towards your kill streak. Dead silence. You make no noise. And recon gives you a special kind of radar to spot enemies. The thing that always got me about Modern Warfare Three, but I, I or Modern Warfare was the kill streaks. I love them. Yes. Especially those yeah. those stupid crates. Um, my yeah. thing with Modern Warfare is I play through yeah I play through the the, the one player mode, but what I love about it is doing offline split screen. I play with my son yes. and my brother. Religiously, we still play Black Ops. We have every map pack, which is a freaking ripoff. I'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get into that, EA, we can get you into suck. A anyway, um, <laughs> no, they don't suck. They just they rip people off. But anyway, but the, the kill streaks is one of my favorite things. I there's uh, in, in especially in Black Ops because they added these they added certain kill streaks that you can only get from crates. They were a rare chance from crates. You couldn't actually put them on an actual kill streak. And one of them was the death machine, which is a freaking chain machine gun. And I get that. I run around with that. I'm, I feel like I'm God. I'm just mowing everything down like they're, they're butter. What about the nuclear bomb that you could drop? That was in Modern Warfare 2. They didn't do that for Black Ops. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the nuke. Yeah, I got that once. I hated that damn thing. <laughs> I'm, I'd be running I around. I hated that thing. Oh, God, it was so annoying. There'd be that one jag-off that you wanted to grab that's like a 12-year-old kid. I swear to God, you saw that little thing counting down, and you hear him giggling on your on your, on your your uh, speakers like, hee, 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 you guys are fucked. I just wanted to grab him by the throat and just... <laughs> like, <you're laughs> little, you know what? I honestly it's think my brick. favorite one was the little <laughs> remote control car. I love that little. Car. Oh yeah, in Black Ops, I that thing got annoying because I, I hate to toot my my horn, but I'm actually really good at that game, and I would get two kill streaks. I'd have like 15 of these things saved up, and I'd actually go yep. go to do them. It's like one kill, one kill. Someone kills me, I respawn. One kill, one kill. Someone kills me, I respawn. There, <laughs> it's fun, but it got annoying. But yeah, um, so that's the the things that that's what I have on Modern Warfare Three. What do you got for Battlefield Three? All right, guys. Battlefield Three. Um, here's here's what I obviously I played Modern Warfare Two, and I I know that game um, pretty well. And then I went to Battlefield Bad Company Two, and I put Modern Warfare down. Um, they're doing. If you're a fan of um, Bad Company Two, all right, you're going to love Battlefield Three, all right, because they're doing exactly that only better they've updated their frostbite engine what does that mean better looking graphics all right we've all seen the screens yeah all right. the, the screens for yes, both games graphics on it are amazing yeah I, I i was blown away when i when i saw these these screens um but more importantly the environments are much more destructible than they were in the previous installment now why should you care about that versus Modern Warfare 3, all right, this is all on gameplay, guys. This is, you know, what you want to play, what you're going to find more fun. Um, it's much more tactical. You have to be much more aware of your environment. You have to be, you have to execute proper situational awareness. 
All right. Um, you know, it was a great time when I could run around and shoot guys and be like, haha, I got you on to the next in, 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 in modern warfare. But in battlefield, it was a better time when I could get my friend, Mike, who was a great sniper hiding up in <laughs> the trees in the mountain pass. Um, my other, my other buddy, Dave, who'd be, you know, uh, a great rifleman going out there on the front line and just mowing these guys down. And I was in a tank, you know, hmm. doing the same thing, helping him support. And we'd be like, you know, watching all of our enemies, you know, scatter and run and try and hide inside these houses. And that's when the destructible environment became cool because now I can take that tank and I could blow the hell out of that house. Or my friend Mike could lay in a mortar on top of that house as a sniper and just bring the house down and kill everyone inside of it and rack up all these kill streaks. You know, that's what made it much more fun for me. And they're they're doing that again in Battlefield 3. Only the the environments are heavily much more destructible, as in you don't need a tank to take that house down. You know, you can you can take your gun and shoot through the walls and still hit the guy on the other side if you happen to know he's there. Well, is it going to be like uh, Modern Warfare where you just go right through the wall, or are you going to actually tear down the wall a little bit, little chunk at a time? They no, they they were talking about. I mean, there yeah, there could be there could be bugs in the game when that happens, but they they were talking about being able to shoot through, shoot at the wall, and hit the guy behind it. Mm-hmm. I got shot through a rock. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> so yeah. Just just say that I was standing on the other side of a rock. Of a rock? Through the rock. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, see, I didn't play the beta, so all I know is, you know, what's on paper. What's Honestly, on... I've played the beta on the PlayStation 3, and I was not impressed. Wow. I don't know if it's just a map that they chose or what, but I couldn't move. I would yeah. I would spawn, I would take two steps, I was dead, and I couldn't know. I didn't know where this guy was. Yeah, and I it would think, happen uh, all the time. Yeah, but that's it's not a, a game issue. That's. That's no, it issue is of... a game issue when that happens, when you can't see who your enemies are. Yeah, yeah but it sounds to me but like I, you were yes. getting... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I wasn't sniped. too realistic. I was being killed by some machine guns. Because when you get yeah. killed, it shows you who kills you and how many times they've killed you. Uh, and yeah, what weapons you get killed from across the map with a submachine gun. I got killed with the same thing. Um, it's hard to see people in the game right now. I don't know how it is single player, obviously, because this was just the beta that I was doing the online multiplayer. But it was really hard to see other people. Now I yeah. don't know if that comes from it being with the graphics on it being amazing because they are they're ridiculously good. But it oh, was, they're it insanely seemed to me good. It was really hard to see anybody. I remember I played it probably good four matches just to get an honest good feel for it. And I was excited about this game. I saw the trailers for it and I got giddy. As we all did. The jets. I love flying in games when i played planet side i was a pilot that's all i did um it, i look forward to battlefield 3 for the vehicles that's like the number one thing for me right there the helicopters yeah. the jets being able to go into dogfights while doing ground support hell yes but when i'm on the ground and i was actually fighting i would see well it's realistic to a good point where someone would have a laser sight on me and it blinded the crap out of me and then i got popped in the head and I know that in Battlefield 3, you can upgrade your weapons. You start out with the basics for each of the, the class systems. Yeah, they yeah, do kind of like the SOCOM outs. style, mm-hmm. where you the more you use it and the more you get, the more it levels up. And I'm okay with that. But it's it causes a real big disadvantage for new players against veterans. Huge disadvantage. Yeah. 
That was the biggest problem I had with uh, SOCOM and Cells, the same thing. It's It does. It gives you a big disadvantage when you're coming into the game. I mean, some guy's fully upgraded weapon against yours, and you're not going to be able to hit him. It's almost disheartening. Unless you get lucky. I got yeah. killed by the same douche six times in a row with a stupid laser sight. I was only able to actually get through a match and a half because then I kept getting disconnected from the game. Man, it wasn't my system because I was still logged into the PlayStation Network. So uh, they've got a lot of things to work on, but I think they'll probably be able to get through with it. I do like that you can pick different kinds of uh, people. Or, what is it, classes almost? Yeah, it's got um, a couple of different... um classes that you can do like like you know bad company 2 had you know um the assort uh, the assault support the engineer recon guys yeah i played bad company 2 but i only played the 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 one player mode i love that very much it was so much fun i only got i only played maybe two or three matches online and it it annoyed me oh i I want to go play a first person shooter right now (laughs) (laughs) i know right i was playing I uh... i was playing black ops with my brother last night just pwning him my 60 kills was 13. Into, I might be logging into one of my PS3 games later. <laughs> <laughs> but, so okay. the, um, what is Battle the other, the other strength of the game um, was is obviously the, the vehicles. Um, there's, a, there's a huge amount of them. The big thing that I'm looking forward to is I love the helicopter too. And um, in this one, you can actually fly a jet. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, I just hope it doesn't ruin the balance of the game. Because there's a lot of tweaking you have to do once you enter vehicles into a game. They got this new system um, that uh, I found while while looking all this stuff up. Um, it's called Battle Log. And it says it's a... Now, this is a quote. It says it's a, a cross-platform social service with built-in text and voice communicator game stats, and ability to join the game that friend that a friend is already playing. Hold the phone. Did you say cl- cross-platform? Cross-platform, yeah. That You should have put that in bold, man, like, and 15 times larger. Yeah, but it, it's only talking to somebody cross-platform. It oh, says, it's it says not both like... players need to be on the same platform to play the game. Well, I'll let you know now. If they make this game cross-platform, it will be huge. It will be insane. I'm waiting. And... I will buy it in a heartbeat. If they I have been waiting for a game like <laughs> like something like Battlefield 3 or Battlefield or Modern Warfare to do a full, true cross-platform game online. Yep. That would be incredible. Screw yeah. the console wars. Players don't want the console wars. We want to have no. that kind of accessibility where we can... If I can't afford an Xbox and my best friend has an Xbox but doesn't have a PlayStation 3, I want the ability to be able to play our favorite game together. Yeah, it should not matter what system you have. You know, at this point in 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 tech history, you know, let's be honest. You know, it, um, we can we can do all of these things. We can play all of these games. You know, together, no matter what system that we have, whether it's a PC, a PS3, a Wii, a 360, we could yeah. do that. They're just not letting us do that. Well, if if Square could have done it with Final Fantasy XI, freaking five or six years ago, they could easily do it with this. Ah, good point. I mean, hmm. yes, 11 was cross-platform between PS3 and Xbox and computers. So. Not to mention it was also um, cross-national. Yes. Yeah. And it succeeded. So I remember having they, a they Japanese friend that did not understand a damn thing of English. I knew nothing of Japanese. And we communicated. Which made for awesome chat, by the way. Plus, <laughs> yeah, it would be hilarious 
to hear a Japanese guy cuss you out. I'm yes, telling you, it's Tomikaze. funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh wow. So, uh, so yeah, maybe I'll have some some you know Japanese guy saying exactly that to me over my battle log. <laughs> Some twelve-year-old uh, Japanese kid that I'm going to want to strangle who tells me to go f myself in Japanese. <laughs> so one of the big negatives of Modern Warfare Three, in my opinion, that has always been a huge negative, is no destructible environments. It it really takes away from the realistic nature of the game in a big way. Yeah, I agree. And it allows for turtling, and I don't know any gamer knows what turtling is, and that's where someone just camps up into a little corner and got, and basically guards the doorways. Where it's, it's almost impossible to get to them. That's no way to play a game. Best way to play a game: grab a gun, AKA run camp. out, go ape shit. Yeah, that's that, that's my and your way of doing it. Might go on postal. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, don't. I just don't randomly shoot bullets. Guys. Get no, out there I use with the gun. I just randomly shoot people anywhere. It's teammates, other guys, myself. Don't matter What's who up? it is. Grab a new <laughs> cannon and just go ape. Oh man, I. I <laughs> when we used to play SOCOM. I, I think I had. One of the highest suicide rates of anybody on that game. Oh, you did, man! You you had a suicide record. That's sacrificial lamb because I'd run into anywhere with a gun. I didn't care if I was going to die. True. I'd at least take two of them out with me, though. Yeah, so I'll run makes... in and drop. I'll run in and drop a grenade at my feet. He was he was <laughs> kind of like the Leroy Jenkins. He had this this huge plan, all all you know, sorted out. Mike's and, you know, kind of guy that would take a grenade, cook it, run up the four guys that are shooting at him, and just drop it. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and I would actually um, jump off a cliff to prevent somebody from getting a kill against me. What was that at? <laughs> I'd kill myself just to prevent someone else. That's just spiteful. That's mean, man. That's mean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was always fun. Was always Another fun. big negative from Modern Warfare 3 to me was is definitely the... Uh, especially over... Was it EA that took him over? Yes. Okay, um... And since they took them over, their DLC is $15 for four freaking maps. Well, but you got to go. They're having the Elite service, too, now. Yeah, I know about that. Which you get all the maps for it with the Elite service. Well, they're they're thinking about charging for certain services in this Elite service. Well, how much is this Elite service? They uh, it's like fifty a year, I think, somewhere around there. Um, well, you're or, paying actually more. Yeah, wow. you're paying more for the game. Um, you can buy the special edition of the game, which is a hundred dollars. It comes with a year of elite service. But wow. they already said that you're going to get all the maps that they release for free. Okay, for so they've released right, so, three DLCs with actual multiplayer maps. They released a fourth one recently, but it's only zombies. But they released three of them for fifteen bucks each. That's forty five bucks. So basically, if this thing is $50 and they release the, the four maps, it's actually worth the Elite service. Not for Xbox players. Well, it's the same thing, because Xbox players are still going to pay $15 for each map pack, right? Well, So maybe. if there's three or four of them, there's, if there's three of them, you're still looking at $45. Yeah, yeah so they ripped me off another pay, five bucks. you got to pay well, $50 yeah. for the year. On but that's only of, if they do three, and more than likely they already stated they're going to do at least four. Okay, what modern now, warfare? No, I don't know. I'm probably not going to get it, but 
for hardcore yeah. players, it's an actually it's a good thing because that's where you get all the tournaments that they're doing on there now. Mm-hmm. And there's some really good prizes on those tournaments. I think one of them's given away like a badass car. <laughs> one of the things that I've always thought that games like Modern Warfare should do is that they're all 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 the games are very similar. They're like the Madden franchise. A couple of little tweaks every iteration of it every year. They need to just like okay, you have Modern Warfare one, you have Modern Warfare two, you have Black Ops. When you put when you install Modern Warfare three, it's going to take all three of those maps and make them or all three of those games maps and make them available for multiplayer on Modern Warfare three. I agree. They should. Um, they do it with like uh, Guitar Hero and games like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, you uh, you actually have to pay for it. It's like ten bucks, but you get I'll pay all ten stuff bucks to get them. Exactly. And yeah, I but that's anybody... different than paying fifty dollars for a year, and you know, like, to, yeah, that would be worth it. Well, yeah, especially if if they said, okay, you get this 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 premium service we're 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 gonna offer you, but you also get to use all the maps from your previous Modern Warfare games. I'd say, hell yeah, here's my fifty bucks. Yeah, I would be into that. That would be, that well, would be worth it. Like I said, the only the elite's only worth it for the hardcore Modern Warfare player. If you have a big clan, you're hardcore playing it, you're good. It's worth it. If you ain't, you just play it for the fun of it. You just get on for an hour or so. The hardcore is what twenty five percent of player base. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like as a as a business model, are you really you know reaching your your main I don't know though. Base? Modern Warfare has a big hardcore more than most people, but more than I'll most games they have a bigger hardcore player base. I'll give you that. More than any game I think Modern Warfare has, because they've got people that are just ridiculous on that game. To the point where sometimes it's not even fun playing. <laughs> Alright guys, we're gonna have to wrap up the segment here pretty quick. Um one of the Battlefield Three's big negative for me is well, it's also a plus is a huge the huge amount of people that are playing in a single game. I think it's 90, 90 plus on PC in multiplayer. Yeah. That can get confusing as hell. Um, and it was still very buggy in beta. But other than that, for me, it was a little, it's really, really hard to see my opponent. I am colorblind. I need someone to say, here, dummy, here's an enemy. Put a red name over their head or something that I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for my pick, I would... Of the two, I would pick Battlefield Three. Um, bugs aside, um, you know, for me, it's it's a much more natural uh, play experience. You know, I like having to think of situational awareness. I like having to jump in, you know, being able to jump into a, a vehicle and, and move it along a map and dominate. Um, you know, I like thinking that my cover counts for something. And having to choose, you know, which cover counts more for the situation I'm in. Um, you know, Modern Warfare 3 um, is cool for, you know, running around and, you know, having a great time. But, you know, if you want to uh, have a much more organic uh, experience, um, I would definitely go with Battlefield 3. Okay. Mike? Um, my pick, I'm going to actually have to go with Modern Warfare 3. Uh for me, I'm more of a casual gamer when it comes to the shooters, so it seems more like it's for the casual gamer. You can jump in a game, play a couple matches, get out, and not have to worry about anything. You don't got to worry too much about the strategies and stuff behind it. However, if they make Battlefield cross-platform, I will automatically change my pick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, for me, it's a cross between both of you. I'm going to get Modern Warfare 3 on my PlayStation 3 for the offline multiplayer, and I'm going to get Battlefield 3 for my PC for the online multiplayer. For there the you epic, go, everyone wins. <laughs> epic huge fights, um, and I, I like the mouse and keyboard combo when I'm flying. 
versus hey, the controller. Um, so on the PS3 though, are they, how many people is it going to be in a multiplayer map if they have like 96 on the computer? Up to they 36. They don't have that many on the consoles. No, it's like 36. So they wouldn't be able to make a cross-platform with PC then. Well, if they did, it would have to be uh, it have to be minimal limited. on the on the yeah, actual limited. multiplayer. Well, see, I don't understand why they can't do 96 though in it. I don't either. Why they did, did they? 128 on um, Mag. Yeah, exactly. They could do it easily. Well, that is our Versus segment. We're going to go ahead and take a, a quick break here, enjoy a little soundbite, and we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Welcome to the grind. This is our MMO talk. You know, and MMO. we're back. We're back. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> we got fun and games. <laughs> we got games. We got plenty of games. <laughs> MMOs are the future of gaming. I don't know if anyone's realized this. Of course, if you haven't realized this, you've been living underneath a rock. Which brings me to one of the funniest Geico commercials ever. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, um, see that new one? Oh, sidetrack, sorry. Sidetrack! MMOs have been basically been bringing in players that have never even touched a video game in their life and making them gamers. In particular, World of Warcraft. I, I know of families who play the game who are with their parents in their 60s who have never even touched a video game and are playing World of Warcraft. It's ridiculous. Wow, if I can get my parents to do that, I would laugh for years. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was anti-gaming all growing up. Yeah, I showed my dad my phone the other day, and he was like, "What the hell is this thing do?" Because it's you know it's an Android. (laughs) I can only imagine it's going to destroy the world. (laughs) My my stepdad's played like every Zelda game known to man. So okay, well you got a cool stepdad. That's cool. I can only imagine what they'd be like (laughs) playing an MMO. You know the um, the collector's edition for um, the. uh, Cataclysm that came out for Warcraft. Yeah, yes, I got I got that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I got all the. No, I was no, watching I didn't the get, DVD. Huh? No, I didn't get Cata. I got Lich King. Oh, okay. Um, well, they all have like a DVD that come with it, and uh, you know, I always you know bring this stuff up you know around my family, and you know they always scratch their heads when they you know when I talk about it, and they're like, "What is this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's a mount? <laughs> Whatever um, language you're speaking." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so I was like, oh, I got this DVD. Came with it. Let's, you know, let me let me show you. So <laughs> my father looked like he looked painfully bored while he was watching the DVD that came with it. <laughs> <laughs> he like he couldn't sit still in his chair. He's like moving around. Meanwhile, you know, my father's got like you know tapes and tapes, VHS tapes of you know how they make um, certain classic cars. You know, he's got uh, some car some car tape in there, like. You know, uh, American muscle cars, the Mustang, you know, from uh, 
concept to you know showroom. And well, he'll watch that. Me to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he can't sit through a you know forty five minute uh, DVD of you know how they made Cataclysm. My car goes forward when I press on the on the gas. I'm good. It's about all I know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this is MMO talk. Um, I'm just going to bring up different points of different MMOs as they come out. We're going to try to hit on key updates or release information for all the new MMOs coming out. Uh, yeah, we're going to try and. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we're going to try and hit up the the big three MMOs that are out there. Um, just so you know, we we cover you know most of the people that listen to the show. This way, we got you covered. Um, if there's something that we miss or something that you know you want us to to cover, other than you know one of the three games that we may be covering. You know, hit us up. Let us know. Send us an email. Tweet us. You name it. Yeah, I'm pretty just do sure it. between the three of us, we've probably played most of the MMOs that are out. So I figured, well, actually, Ivarwin figured, for this segment, just for the first time, we're going to talk about what MMOs that we're into, what we're looking forward to in MMOs. Um, we're going to go ahead and start off with Mike this time. Mike, what do you got for us? Uh, Planet Side 2. I don't know if anybody knows what that <laughs> is. Side, heard about Planet it. Side 2! <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Planet Side was uh, an MMO FPS uh, on the computer. Jesus, Joe, how long ago? It was About five it years was ago. 2003, dude. Yeah, wow. it's, it's been a while. Um, great game, great concept. Uh, two months ago, they announced they're working on Planet Side 2. Uh, Sony's the one putting it out. Maybe cross platform, so still kind of up in the air. Um, there's not too much information about it, but I wanted to read what they have. They had a segment last week on their own podcast. Uh, it says, Our goal with Planet Side 2 is to create a game where you will fight against and alongside thousands of other players competing simultaneously and directing one another in massive battles featuring intense infantry action as well as incredible air and ground vehicle combat. So the same thing on this side, but more so. Sounds yes. intense. You will be able to traverse enormous open-world maps featuring massive gameplay space and unique biospheres. I like traversing. Punctuated by <laughs> massive facilities, towers, and bunkers. Um, okay. You get territory control where you gain resources, unlock weapons. Everything is 100% PvP and 100% open combat. Wow. And you get deep customization of your character and everything. So it's going to be great. So planet-side with updated graphics and more so. Yes. That sounds like I'm just going to get raped if I play that game. <laughs> you won't. That's the uh, great thing about it. If you do, yeah. you just respawn. <laughs> yeah, oh. You get to also customize your own weapons in this one. The amount of fun and that me and Mike had cool. doing Planetside during beta was incredible. I remember the fights we get into just, just trying to um, keep a base. I was a pilot. I, I flew a Reaver, and my goal was just air support. And I'd, I'd go to the, to the roof of this base and look out and see gunfire, tank fire, going all over the place. Mm. Over the base, all around it, blow explosions everywhere. It was intense. Probably the yep. most intense MMO or gaming experience I've ever been in. Yeah, there's pretty much anything for anyone. You can be a sniper where you stay back and shoot people. Uh, like a ghost where you have to actually go into the base and destroy something or capture something so it's for your base. I mean, pretty much... Anything you can imagine, this game has it. They have drop ships, or they have carrier ships you can fly. You can do bombers. You can do different types of fighter jets. Uh, you can do tanks. You can do all kinds of ground vehicles. Like these have one kind of like a warthog from um, uh, the game I really hate, Halo. You can drive stuff like that and drive people around. It was incredible. It was intense. You, I remember having convoys 
of tanks and personnel carriers going down roads to so base. I can get a vehicle and drive people around. Yes. Yes. Do I have to like get gas? No. No. <laughs> yeah, they've got. I uh, actually was a tank driver in mine. That so. was so much fun. I'd go into the. I go into the main gun while he was driving around. We just do stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good game. There's three factions you can pick from. They're doing the three factions so, again? Yes, all three, see, same ones. That's cool. Now, I wish that would be something that you see in MMOs more often. You always got you, you got two factions, usually. You very rarely ever see, like, the third faction. They never make yeah. a third faction. I thought Rift would be, you know, like a great example of a game where they could have multiple factions other and, than just, you know, two. Well, that's funny. In their original design, they had three factions. Well, they should have kept it. I agree. <laughs> well, I mean, like, how many... This one... Go ahead. I, I'm, I was just going off on a tangent, but I mean, like, how <laughs> many, you know, how many planes of, of uh, existence are there in the, in the, you know, in the Rift world? You couldn't make one of them a faction? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, come on. I want to be elementals! <laughs> come on, Trion. Just kidding, Trion. <laughs> um, yeah, no, each uh, faction has their own strengths and weaknesses. Some of them are advanced, some of them are, you know... Shooting with the guns. whatever. Yeah, pretty much, you got... Yeah, Terra Republic, Nuclear Ombre, and Venus Sovereignty. So, should be great. Who's, who's got the potato guns? I want to play those guys. I think the new conglomerates. I'm not sure. Yeah, or yeah. Maybe the Terran Republic. Well, the Terran was the explosives experts. Yeah, they were like basically like the U.S. Big the Terran Republic. Mm. New conglomerates was kind of like uh, guerrilla fighters more so, and the Venus Sovereignty was the ones that are like uh, the laser guns, technology, and... and stuff like that. Yeah, hover tanks. Ooh. So, yeah, if you just want to fly and drop people off, you can do it in that game. And you will get XP, and you'll be able to level your character just by draw, driving people and dropping them off. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty, cool. pretty much whatever you want to do, you can. There were people who specialized in a vehicle that was basically a mobile spawn point. So they did. They would try to fun. drive in close to it with this mobile spawn point, and as soon as they parked it, it went cloaked. So when did they make this announcement for Planetside 2? I mean, is there like... Uh, about uh, two months ago. All right, so they're, they're, I mean, we're talking far out for this game. Couple oh, it's going to be a while. They don't even have a, a release date for it yet. Uh, anybody who wants to find more information on it, planetside2.com. Mm-hmm. That's where everything pretty much gets put on there right now. All right, what are you into right now, Varwin? Um, I am MMO-less right now. Um, I was <gasps> playing... <gasps> I know! <gasps> Gasp! <laughs> <laughs> um, I was playing Rift um, until about... Halfway through the summer, and then I I left the game. I had a bad experience. Not not the game's fault. It was you know a bad social experience. And then there's some things about Rift that I, I'm not too keen on. Um, you know th- that if they had, it would have been better um, for me personally. But right now I'm kind of like saving my money, and I'm waiting for um, Kotor, uh, Kotor uh, Star Wars: Old Republic to come out. See, I really do not have an interest in that game. I love Here, Star Wars. I grew up a fanatic of Star Wars, but I am not a fan of that manufacturer, of that producer. Bioware? No, I'm not. I, I have enjoyed every Bioware game I've ever played, with the exception of uh, Dragon Age 2. I didn't like oh, Dragon see, Age 1 or 2. I love Dragon Age 2. I am playing the crap out of that game right now. It wasn't. You know what, you, what ruined it for me was going from Dragon Age... To Dragon Age 2. If Dragon Age 2 came out as its own standalone game, I think it would have been great. See, but the thing they... is, I've seen a lot... I'm sorry to interrupt you. i got to do that every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored, actually. <laughs> For me, 
there's a couple of things that have really got me leery about the new Star Wars MMO. For one, the first time that Star Wars MMO tanked like a rock. Now, mind you, I know it's a completely different publisher, so a completely different developer. So, I mean, it's going to be two different sizes of this other coin here, but it plays and looks like a generic MMO. It has the same class systems, but with guns and lightsabers. Yeah, that's cool, but that's going to get old. And then Yeah, but the cool thing is every class can be pretty much whatever they want. Healer, tank, anything. Well, it's almost the same way as Rift, and that's not going so well. <laughs> eh. no, I mean, even if you give the people options, okay, you can be a tank. How many people, are, people actually want to play a tank or a healer? Yeah, but, but that's any MMO there is. I know. That's one of the, the, the problems that MMOs have gotten themselves into. I want to be I, a tank. I, I like casting and healing. Well, some of us Obviously. like tanking. Others, most people don't. Yeah. That's why you see that all the time when they do these um, looking for group tools. Like, I'm still playing Rift. I mean, I don't play it as often as, like, as, as I used to. Not even close. I'm too stuck in, in Minecraft. Um, but I played the 1.5 update. I played the solo and duo dungeons they released. And they were cool for the first couple of times through them. And then they got old. And then it's, okay, well, back to experts. What yeah. do you do? I mean, getting into raids and just trying to find a tank... Trying to find a healer, waiting in queue for forever, because no one's tanking or no one's healing is is one of the big stipulations in MMOs right now. Um, World of Warcraft ruined it for me in Cataclysm when they wrecked healers. They pretty much said we want healers to be like this, so this is where they're going to be now. That's not how the big gamers wanted it. it I think wrecked almost everything on Cata. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a really I think um, what you're what you're touching on here is this this growing. Very small, very quiet, but very growing feeling among exclusive MMO gamers, gamers that that play MMOs almost exclusively. All right, and that is this. This is good, but it needs to be more. The the um, the MMO the um, genre is is very volatile. You know, an MMO comes out, people jump off the big one that they've been playing for, you know, months or years and jump onto that one. And then they play that for a little while and then another one comes out and they jump onto that and forget the other one. What? Are they, why? Why are they doing that? What are they looking at? It's – they're bored. Mm-hmm. And it's because yeah. – uh, you're right, Joe. Every single MMO that comes out is almost another reskinned version of the great big one that came before it. You know, I mean, if you're if you're an MMO gamer and you've been an MMO gamer for a while, what do you what do you expect? It's a big, massively multiplayer world where everyone's going to be on the same server as you. Um, you're going to be looking for a tank, a healer, and at least three to four DPS to get into a dungeon. You're going to go in there. You get it down about three or four bosses. You're going to get some loot if you're lucky. You're going to yeah. walk out of that dungeon and hopefully be you know that much further toward that gear that you want to get at the end of the game to then start grabbing 20 people, 10 people to go raiding. If you can do well, it. Yeah, if you can do it. Well, the biggest problem, too, with changing anything is, look what happened to Final Fantasy XIV. They tried to change. They tried to do it, and it tanked. Well, no one yeah, liked it. that's going to happen with games. Yep. they got to try new things to, to evolve the MMO market. Yep, they have never to. Gonna the evolve. problem is they tank, yeah. and then look what happens. Not all companies are going to be able to have the money that Square does to actually put into fixing well, it that's and let everybody it, play for free. That's when you do it by a little bit at a time. You don't just say, we're going to copy WoW or Rift and make this was exact system. 
you got to change it a little bit, a little bit of a time. Say, okay, yeah. this is what we're going to do. It's similar to what they've been before, but we're changing things up a little bit more here. Um, that's why I'm looking forward to Planet Side Two because it's completely different from that formula. It's an MMO, but it's not about tanks and healers. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm looking forward to Star Wars uh, Old Republic because the the piece of that that they're changing. Because you're right, Joe. You can't change a. You can't just come out with an MMO that just drops a completely foreign thing in your lap and say, "Here you go, have at it, guy." You can't yep. do that, you know, because no one it doesn't succeed. No one likes that. That it's was Final too, Fantasy's mistake. Exactly, too foreign, too fast. You gotta you gotta have a little bit here and there. Introduce it very slowly. This idea that I think just recently started coming out this year, <clears throat> MMOs yeah. where you can group up if you want or go solo if you want. And you can pretty much all stay on track with each other, whether you're grouping or staying solo at the same time. That's yes. what makes me excited about Star Wars. Companions. Precisely. But the thing also about Star Wars that's kind of going to get to me a little bit is the dialogue on every quest. You know yeah. what? I thought it was. The stories so far are really good. They have done a really good job. I'm the kind of MMO player where I want the next thing. I don't want to sit there for 10 hours for someone to give me a 15-minute spiel about why they like rat tails. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't think there's any rat tails in <laughs> Star Wars universe. Oh, you look like a good stout warrior. <laughs> I need rat tails for my quiche, sir. Give that me saber of yours looks like it could cut off many. Um, a lot of times you can skip the conversations, Joe. Well, okay, well, that's good because I skip about 98% of them because they would bore yeah, me to tears. A lot of the times you can, you can skip them. I hate uh, a dragon. Story so There's far, really freaking good. Freaking guys, old guys sitting there at camp's like, yeah, and this happened to me. I don't give a crap about you. I don't know you. I'm not invested in you. Why do I give a damn? I'm not invested in you. <laughs> we don't have a relationship, dude. <laughs> Experience. That's it. <laughs> Shut up and let me continue. Can I have uh, my the dagger, companions, please? <laughs> the, the Companions is a really good add-on to that. I agree. That's one of the best things they did. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to give it a shot. Now, I'm not expecting it to be a longevity game for me. I'm really not. I see Sith. it entertaining for... Yeah, I'm going Sith. with Sith. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm going for a big gunner tank. Whoever the hell the class is. Anyway. That would be... I don't remember. I'm a Sith sorcerer. I like to shoot that, things that's lightning bolts and heal people. But I'm expecting those kind of stipulations to occur that's that's plaguing MMOs today. Quite literally. Yeah. I, I, I loved Rift when it came out. It was very unique, and the soul system was brilliant. I mean, every game should model their, their class system after something like what the soul system is in Rift. Yes, I agree. It's absolutely brilliant, and but it 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 fell into the same stipulation. You got to have these many tanks, and you have to have this many healers, and this many DPS in order to make this work. And then you got to be able to classify your role. They added a new role to the system by doing support, which was a great idea, but it wasn't enough. All right, yep. I'm I'm done ranting here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know, we, I mean, usually guys, this segment is going to be you know. Like I said, the top three MMOs, we're going to talk about you know, the ge generic news for those three MMOs um, for that week. Um, but you know, this week, we, since it's an introductory episode, we just wanted to you know, throw something out there and you know, kind of um, you know, introduce ourselves a bit. And you, know, you can get the news anywhere you want, but we really want to put our best foot forward and, and let you get to know us a bit. And please so, send right. questions in so we have something to ask or answer. <laughs> that sort of 
or your opinions. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm guaranteeing you we're going to get a ton of emails through the lifetime of the show about the Battlefield 3, Modern Warfare 3 debate. I can yes. say that now. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. That and hate mail for not playing uh, uh, Final Fantasy 7 for me. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. What a jerk. You can send all hate mail to Ifarwin at... <clears throat> Gentle <laughs> fanboy. Like, look, I'm sorry. All right, I was 17 at the time. <laughs> and you would have cried your eyes out. I yeah, I almost did too. Damn it, that stupid game. Everybody almost cried their eyes out. Anyway, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to our in-game mail. We actually have emails, thanks to some people, cool people. Hey. Um, we have three, but we're not going to do the third. We're going to save it for next week's episode. Sorry, Lewis. You've made some outstanding points, and I want to actually address your points properly when we have the time to do so. So we're going to hold off on Lewis's email until next episode. Yeah, this way we can give it some, some actual it's due time. De- it's, it's due deserve, really. Yeah, that's yeah, good, because I have some stuff to say on point number two. Ooh. Ooh that's it up next week. Mail's here! All right, welcome to in-game mail. That, I hope that bumper wasn't too painful on the ears, but uh, <laughs> it's courtesy of a bar one. I like it, though. Mail's here! Mail's here! <laughs> <laughs> we have two emails to go over today. Um, the first one uh, I'm going to give to Mike to read. All right, this one's from Jenny. Hello, fellow gamers. The release date of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is rapidly approaching. November 20th. Mark your calendars. What changes do you want to see in the newest arrival to the Epic series? Look forward to hearing your thoughts. Jenny from Long Island. Okay, I do have thoughts on this. Um, Jenny, my thoughts on this is um, anything that's not the previous Wii version of Zelda. I hated that game. Why stop there? I yeah, I would go so far. Like I said, I haven't played. I don't really like any of the new Zelda games. I haven't liked really Zelda games since the Super Nintendo Zelda. <laughs> or kind of, or kind of, uh, I can never say it right. <laughs> or Cornea of Time was my favorite Zelda. Yeah, See, and I'm gonna get a lot of hate mail because yeah, whatever. I didn't like Orcana of Time. You didn't like Not it? Not one bit. Nope, couldn't stand it. Hated the game. I loved it. I played the crap out of that thing. I played it for a whole of about an hour and then decided no. However, that, I did watch my stepdad beat the game about six times. The Legend of Zelda for the NES was another one of my favorites. Yeah. That one was fun. Oh, yeah. Going to get that stupid blue suit right in the beginning. Farming. We're not gonna. Weekend. We're just not going to talk about Zelda 2. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. I <laughs> oh, thought... come on. What? <laughs> I love that game. I was like Side scrollers. When that... Oh, side scroll. They, they honestly got side like scroller this. Side scroller Zelda. Oh, jeez. This is a huge bone of contention for me, all right? I grew up a huge Nintendo fanboy and a huge Legend of Zelda fan. And to this day, like, I I agree with Joe, all right? Ocarina of Time was the best that they had out there. You can debate which one was the best, and you'll both be right. Ocarina of Time or A Link to the Past, because they were both awesome games, all right? But to this day, I feel like this title, as old as it is, as as great as it is, it has not been given its due. No. And since Ocarina of Time, it has done nothing but descend into over-commercialization, campy, retardation. Same All thing right. yeah. over and over and over again. That's my problem with Zelda lately. It's yes. the same game, just with a re-skin. Um, yep. The last all, one I did for the Wii... Is, what's, what's Link turning into this game? Yeah, you know? exactly. 
what is he gonna go back into the forest dungeon again? And what is he gonna get? Another grappling hook or another boomerang? Yeah. Whoop de do. Been however, there, done that fifteen times over. I I did, however, like the controller system with the Wii. I liked actually swinging the sword. That actually was kind of fun. I'm a lazy bastard. I didn't like that. I'm a master martial artist. I didn't want to have to get up and do that. <laughs> <laughs> See. I'm a fat uh, slob, and I like doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> he got his workout for the day. <laughs> there you go. I did. Um, all that being said, about you know, just call it. I'm sorry. Just 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 call it the you know the Legend of Zelda the workout edition. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get your Wii mats. Get on your Wii mat. You know, do a little do a little dance. Yeah. yeah. See, you get on the the Wii mat, so it'll it'll measure you. And if you're a real fat ass, it'll make <laughs> it'll make Link all huge. And you embarrass enough to keep playing. <laughs> Big you got to lose 10 pounds before you can play this game, buddy. You are too fat to fit to this door. Please lose 20 pounds. <laughs> you can't fit in your tunic, Link. <laughs> oh, okay, we're getting way off topic. All right, sorry. <laughs> um, Skyward Sword. Uh, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking... I'm actually interested now. Um, I did a little research, and... Uh, they're getting away from the overworld, underworld, dungeon exploration kind of um, grindy feel that they've kept in in the game. Um, there isn't a whole lot of, of information um, regarding what they are doing, um, but just just to know that you know it looks like Link isn't turning into you know God help me a wolf. Okay, <laughs> really. Really, Nintendo? Or go into the darkness with all the blobs of black goo. Yeah. Seriously. So, uh, he's not turning into that. He's not turning into anything. Um, he's not riding a you know a, a gay little raft. <laughs> um, there's no hook to the game specifically. I'm automatically somewhat interested in, in what Nintendo's kind of putting out on this. You know what yeah. I want to see? I want to see Link with a gun. <laughs> Hookshot. I, honestly, I really <laughs> the Zelda Blaster all click, out, and boom! I want to see him with a gun as one of his specials. Oh, oh, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Future. There you go. Next title. There you go. I I would like to see from this game a reboot, and yes. then continuous story. That's the one thing that that has plagued this game. It's always that a new be- Link. A yep. different kind of Hyrule, a new Zelda, you know, but yet Ganon somehow remains the same. I, I don't get that. The storyline is so screwed up. That's what I want to see. I want to see this storyline become a storyline. And how Re- many times, seriously, can Zelda. you rework the name Ganon? Ganonin, Grunanin, Gunan, Ganonin. Gandalf. Ganondorf. Ganondorf. <laughs> seriously. Um, you know. What I would really like to see, I'd like them to see to bring back more of the RPG elements they had in the original games. Okay. They've actually seemed to lose that as they've come along. And it's yeah, gone yeah. more from being of an action RPG to more of just a straight action game. And I'd really like them to see some of those RPG elements we brought back. Yeah. That would be what it would take to get me to actually play this game. And do me a favor, Mr. Miyamoto. Never, ever, ever, ever do anything like um, Wind Waker again. No, no. Do oh. us all a favor and retire. I would Stop. play Zelda 2 <laughs> before I would play Wind Waker. Yeah. That out. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not going to go further than that because I can do some really bad things with that. Anyway. Yeah, I, I could go on. Well, on thank on. you very much, Jenny, for your email. Really appreciate it. Good talking point. Our next email is going to Varwinder because I suck at reading emails. 
All right. Um, our second email comes from Regina from New York. Hi. Uh, I heard about the show and had a question. Love playing Bejeweled, and I've been playing for about a year. I've only been able to get one supernova, though. Um, I can't seem to put a... <laughs> I can't seem to put eight jewels together again. What am I doing wrong? All the right. jeweler is a great... Um, I am Look. addicted to, to Bejeweled 3. Is, is that what she's playing? It doesn't say. It just says Bejeweled. I think Bejeweled 2 and 3 are the ones that had the supernova in it. I'm not mistaken. You want mistaken. to know the only time I played Bejeweled? Hmm. Flying from point A to point B on WoW. Do you know what, dude? Honestly, though, Bejeweled 3 has some kick-ass music. I'll sit there with oh, my I headphones like on and just playing it just to hear the music as I'm playing it. Yeah, I like those types of games. They're fun. I, I completely agree. Um, I don't know anything about a Supernova, though, so, Joe, you can take this one. Well, I, I take Bejeweled pretty much as what I like to call a um, a brain-killer game. Mm. You don't have to think. You just play. You just kind of do it. Um, I actually did a little research on this. Okay. Um because I, I thought it was, I thought it, quite frankly, I thought it was cute that we got an email for someone asking, you know, uh, <laughs> a how do I do this game question. <laughs> I love it. Go with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, first of all, with when regarding the supernovas, all right, I found out it's it's actually six jewels you got to put together and not eight. So I think maybe Regina's going a little, a little, little too far with it. <laughs> Jeez, eight? How would you pull that off? I was trying to think about that. I was trying to figure out how to put six together. <laughs> That's um, possible. That's the I don't want trying to be the best. Right? <laughs> uh, it's all potluck, actually. Um, the the little bit of research that I did, it looks like it's the kind of thing that that just sort of happens as you're playing the game. You know, you get like you know, you put a couple of those jewels together, and you happen to make like a huge cascade of jewels, and they're all disappearing from the screen. And you're like, I didn't mean to do that, but I'm awesome. Supernova. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like, and I've actually checked out some of the some YouTube. Uh, um, videos on it too, and every single time it's like I didn't mean to do that, but look how cool it is. And yeah, I sit there and was playing it. I was like just going through it, numbing, and all of a sudden I hit this huge chain and supernova. I was like, oh my god, I don't know what that was, but it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the whole screen lights up, and the supernova. What it it's is like, is oh colors, colors, all the pretty colors. <laughs> You're like, thank God, I'm not. Uh... <laughs> I'm like spazzing out right now. <laughs> I imagine the kind of Caesar lawsuits they get from playing Bejeweled Long. <laughs> Donnie, what's wrong with him? <laughs> he hit a supernova. It's a supernova case. Get him in, stat. So yeah, it's it's a potluck thing, guys. Um, getting that supernova, you, you you really, it's very unintentional. Yeah, I can't I can't really see a way of actually, but potentially doing that intentionally um i've tried it's it's it, like he's like if i said it, it's luck based so yeah. you're gonna get it periodically you're not gonna be able to chain it together it's not something that you can really do on your own and if you did get those eight in a row um yeah that's pretty good screenshot never happened i don't yeah yeah <laughs> next time get the screenshot because i've never heard of that and that is crazy that's Screen. If you do something cool like something like that in a game, send us a, a, a screenshot, guys. We'll post it on our, our our website if it's something cool and unique. Um, whether it be like a thirty kill streak in a game or an epic eight gems in uh, in Bejeweled, we want to know about it. Yes, we do. Yeah, absolutely. 
Alright guys, that was our first episode. Wow. I, everybody enjoyed it. Um, I think we got some pretty good conversations going in this and some good insights. I mean, it, there's going to be some little tweaks here and there, like the intro of the show is going to be about our week normally, not just introducing ourselves. MMOs segments and go a little bit differently than went today. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts, guys? Yeah, I had a great time. It's, you know, it's been a blast. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a supernova. It's been hey, a hey. supernova. So if you guys want to reach us, um, here's how to do it. Our website is thequestshow.podbean.com. That will change to just thequestshow.com in the future, but right now it's at it's .podbean.com. You can email us at thequestshow at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thequestshow. Follow us individually. I am at author Jr. Wilson. Ivarwin's at Ivarwin, and Mike is at Insane Hero, and that's H I R O. Um, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you all enjoyed the show, and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening.